We're joined by entertainment and lifestyle commentator Gosana Mluli. Should we say Togos and Gosana? we love it i missed it because i wasn't here last friday i had to take some time <laughs> off as we always need to every now and again uh, mm. But thanks for gracing us with your light presence. We appreciate it on this Friday. How's the week been? Oh, the week has been exhausting. Yo, I'm glad it's a Friday. So rest and relaxation is the order of the weekend. It's been. <laughs> hey, I, I think there's something happening spiritually in the in the air. Because I think mm. we, we a lot of us have been saying, oh, this week has been so exhausting. But here we are. Oh. <laughs> <You're>. <laughs> okay, so it's a good time for artists and the entertainment industry because there is going to be the F&B Art Joburg Fair. It's back and it's going to be taking place at uh, the Santon Conference Centre here in Joburg. Tell us more. So basically, um, F&B has been a sponsor of this um, particular art fair. And essentially what it is, is um, a, 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 I wouldn't say a festival, but sort of like a showcasing of African art. Yes. Yeah, Africa is one ginormous artistic yes. <laughs> continent, if I may say, because, I mean, we, we, we're quite extraordinary um, creative. So essentially... Um, this particular art fair is a, a, a means of showcasing various forms of, 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 of art. So it's um, subdivided into six um, sections. Mm-hmm. So there's a hub section, there's a max section, etc. org, lab, and max, and at max, I mean org. And each section is sort of like a representation of a particular art form. So with your hub, it's, it's, it's more of contemporary um, art that is showcased from across the entire continent. So different um, countries um, are showcasing their art. Mm-hmm. And then with the Max, you have like installations or works with challenging scales. So I think it's more of sort of like your sculptures, you know, your grand sculptures, a different type of art form. And then you have like etc. ETC where, you know, um, People who are at um, the fair can actually engage with, with with printing and publishing houses, so you you, you can tell that you so know. there's workshops art, as well. There's, there's workshops as well because I nice. mean, if you think, I think most of us when we think of art, you just think, oh, a painting, that's it, <laughs> yeah. you know. But really, art is very diverse. Art is it's it's, it's a really broad. I mean, even photography is a form of art form. Yes. So I think this fun fair. It's quite a very exciting um, thing, especially because now we are literally celebrating African art. I mean, I remember watching a TikTok video of this girl, mm-hmm. and she was saying that, you know, funny enough, because we are so, you know, when you celebrate international artists, it's like, oh, wow, wow, wow. But funny enough, international artists are influenced or sort of like aspired by... Um, inspired by African art. I mean, you look at Picasso. He has very abstract artwork, but funny enough, it actually um, 
inspired by, by, by African artistry. So really, Africa is <laughs> the hub of um, yes. the, 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 the mother, shall I say, the mother of, of, of art. You know, we give. I mean, South Africans make art out of anything. I mean, you find Abu Mama who um, create mats from plastic, you know, ordinary plastic, you know, and it's, it's amazing. So I think yes. with this particular... It's always advancing. That's a beautiful thing about it. And contemporary art, I mean, this is going to be three days of a showcase of that. As you say, the international community, I mean, takes reference from our continent as well because it is a globally influenced type of art as it is always progressing and technologically it looks at that. It's going to be quite a thing to, to see and, 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 to, and to be a part of. Uh, this is also great for our galleries, right? It is, it is, because um, certain galleries have also been invited to sort of like participate in, in this art in this art space. So it's it's really, some, it, it's something to celebrate, because I mean, it's mm. Africa uniting through art, and for me, really being African, I always say this, you know, I take pride of being African, because yes. I mean, Africa is the birthplace of life, the birthplace of civilization, shall I say, because, I mean, as much as, yes, there are different types of races, but Africa is the mother, you know, the the, the mother of, of, of civilization where all things are born. So for me, really, it's, 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 it's amazing. But also, S&P is not just only hosting this uh, particular uh, art fair. They also have a um, open, it's called an open city, um, mm-hmm. Festival, where it takes place from the 25th of August to the 9th of September, where it really brings then us Joburgers and South Africa to really celebrate and support our our artists as well. So really, SNB is like sort of like, you know, we start from the 25th of August and then move on to September, where we really celebrate African art and we support our fellow African artists. So for me, really, it's quite an exciting festival that one should not really miss out on. So this is not like a fringe type of thing, this open city. It does form part of the actual uh, FNB Art Joburg Fair. If we compare to the National Arts Festival, you know there'll be the main festival and then there's the fringe that's sort of yeah. free, but it's also, you know, great to see. What's open city about? Is it about the up-and-comers? Um, with open city, it's more of... Um, Supporting the local uh, um, artists as well as up and coming artists as well. So really, it's sort of like you get to. I'd say like sort of like if you had to compare it to a three city coast, the open city would be like a, a, a starter where you sort of like get to engage in in, in South African uh, artistry. Too. You know, then the build up to oh, the okay. main event. So that's what it's all about. Well, awesome. I mean, and and that's a beautiful thing about it is that, as you say, we think of painting also, but there's photography and contemporary art, even video art, hey? Right. I mean, so that's that's the that's the beauty about art history is that it's not just paintings, but there's sculptures, there's photography. I mean, videography, art in itself. I mean, fashion is also an art form. Yes, yeah. And, so, and photography you also mentioned. You yeah. know, so it, it, it's quite a very broad, um, can I say, notion or ideology when it comes to art. So 
Billy, I think this is is, is is a fair that one should not really miss out. Yeah, we're not going to miss out. It's the 15th edition. I think this is one time that we need to go because we had been interrupted with all that's been happening in the world. There'll oh. also be an online element, hey? Uh, I'm not sure, but I okay. think they should be because, I mean, especially now because of as much as yes, um, restrictions in terms of, 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 of COVID are sort of like being more lenient, but chances are for those who can't really make it and they're still a bit um, hesitant about being within um, the physical um, fair stuff, but I think it would be also be nice to have an online um, showcasing or is it, shall I say? <laughs> yeah. Okay, awesome stuff. So Open City, 15 days of culture in the city. And then uh, three days of contemporary art for the main art uh, Joburg Fair. What do you make of Joburg being seen as the cultural and economic hub of Africa? Uh, I mean, especially when you look at how Joburg started out, I think if you go down in history, you know, it was a, 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 a calling for, I mean, when... Mining began. It started out in in Gauteng, if I'm not mistaken, and it's my <laughs> primary school history is still there. So I think for me, it's really sort of like, um, how would I put it? Like, it's, it's fitting. Do you think it's fitting? Fitting. You know, as much as yes, um, it would be nice to sort of like have it in different um countries. But I think with Joburg and especially with the uh, infrastructure as well, allowing for such a big event to, to, to be um, hosted, I think it does create sort of like a mini global city. I mean, in Joburg, we don't just have, but we have also the African. At 10 minutes past four, we are in our entertainment uh, weekly update, looking at that with Nkosana Mluli entertainment and lifestyle commentator who just got cut off there. We're going to try and get a hold of him again. Just morning messages uh, from J.S. Lamini in KZN who says, Morning, Asanda. It's been a while due to this load shedding. Nevertheless, thank you for your informative show and beautiful music. Thank you, family there in KZN for tuning in. Asking a load shedding. Hey, ESCOM just goes, and then what, we, what do we do? We try and uh, keep moving. Thanks, uh, J.S. Lamini. Tokozana or Tokozani Duma, M. Nambiti, or talking on our poll question, saying, Good morning, Asanda. The Nelson Mandela Day and Nelson Mandela Month has been eroded by the daily suffering of fellow South Africans. There's been a paradigm shift from the good that was attained post 1994 to the bad that is happening right now. Joblessness, crime, load shedding, corruption, etc. Indeed, we need to reflect as a nation, even though the, they're bad things, but we can still do good. Absolutely, Togozani. Thank you very much for tuning in, family, and getting in touch. Sokol Mtata says, Asa Mandela himself also prescribed how we can contribute to the day. Even introspecting on how to be a better you for the benefit of others can go a long way towards honoring that day, considering the cruelty we are capable of visiting on one another. Let's love and heal the world. Thank you, Sokol Mtata. The question being on our poll, 
what are you planning to do for this Mandela Day and this Mandela Month? And what have you done before? Maybe this year you decided, let me take a step back and let other people do what needs to be done. I'm taking a break because this is what I've done before. You can let us know there what you've done before and what the day means to you. Gosana Mdluli, entertainment and lifestyle commentator, joining us again. Sorry about that. We got cut off, Gosana. Let's move. Let's move on to. Uh, <laughs> let's move on to to Rihanna. Rihanna being may, uh, making it into the Forbes list of uh, self-made billionaires in America. She's now the youngest at the age of 34. I mean, she's four years older than me, and she's a billionaire. And I think the one thing I love is that it is a woman of color, and she's mm-hmm. the first from her own native um, uh, Barbados um, island country. Imagine, so for me, she's the first billionaire from Barbados. The first. So, yeah, yeah. and she's a woman, and, you know, whenever we think of billionaires, we think, ah, oh, man. That is huge, eh? Old and, you know, a particular race. But yeah. for her to be a 34-year-old billionaire, that is ludicrous. It is insane. It's, <laughs> it's crazy. It is and so I think crazy. In a good way, and, a and very good way. In a good, you know, and I think it, it should inspire the next girl as well to say hi, man. If Ridley can do it, what's what's stopping me from being a billionaire? I mean, in fact, let me even go further and become a gajillionaire, zillionaire, you know? Mm. So I think really... Like it, Twitter it, from quite, Elon. <laughs> you know, I mean, she must just buy Twitter then, and she must just buy all these. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's, it's, it's really inspiring yeah, to, to see is. this young lady. Because I remember where Rihanna was literally broke because she was doing a triple seven tour which was touring i think in seven countries in seven days mm-hmm. and so what happened and it actually inspired one of her tracks i'm not going to say the name track because it has a very vulgar uh, uh okay term but it really inspired a track where she literally is it the one about trying to get broke. your money back from someone mm-hmm, okay. getting my money back so yeah. Essentially, what happened was she was traveling around the world, uh, around the world, seven days, seven, a seven-day tour. And so, what the accountant did, she didn't inform her to say, "Babes, at a particular point, you need to cut the tour because after that, you are actually working at a loss." So the accountant kept quiet, and then really discovered how two million left wrong. Mm-hmm. So then she had to like literally work her butt off to regain all that money. And for her now to sit and say, listen, I'm a billionaire, she did get her money. <laughs> and that accountant obviously got fired and he's regretting his life now because where would he be with the billionaire, the youngest <clears throat> in America? Youngest, oh my the word. The only oh. one out of Barbados. <laughs> he's regretting his <laughs> life. Or he, <sighs> her, she's regretting her life. This is amazing. So how did she get here? Is it Fenty Beauty? Because we know that uh, she's got that Fenty Beauty line, the makeup line. So obviously, it's all, yes, Fenty Beauty is a contributing factor, but also her lingerie line, uh, Savage by Fenty, is also a particular, is also contributing to that because okay. when you look at these two um, um, businesses, and the one thing I love about these Kosan, I don't know what's business. happening with your line today, my friend. Are you um, in a, a good spot there? Are you in a... Kosana? Hi, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. 
Oh, wow. I guess technology today is... Okay, now you sound much better. Yeah, you sound so much Much better. Much better. Okay. Let's stay there where you are. So so I was saying that, you know, with these two businesses, what I love is that she's heavily involved. It's not like, okay, you do this, you do that. Mm. She's really involved from start to finish, and especially with Spain to Beauty. She would consistently update us on, you know, the packaging, the, the, the formulas. So literally, even when it came to testing it, she would literally do a um, a live on Instagram and say, okay, guys, this is sort of like a highlighter. You know, I love this highlighter. It does ABC123. I use it for this and that. So really, it's really being involved in one's business. And, I mean, she also released a skincare range. I think it's Skin by Santi. I can't remember properly. Okay. But she's consistently evolving, even with her lingerie line. It now has a men's line because initially yes, it was for women, but there's also now a men's lingerie line as well. So I think with Rihanna, she's consistently evolving and sort of like trying to enter various markets. So for me, really, it is inspiring. Mm. It is astounding. So it works <laughs> then when you connect with your uh, customers or your fans. And not be so far away. Because I think even Kylie Jenner adopted that strategy. Kylie Jenner, not to take away from Rihanna, but in 2019 held the title of being the youngest. Now her net worth mm. is at 600 million US dollars. She's been on the list, the four, Forbes list for five times now with her Kylie Cosmetics. Because, I mean, she had a reality show. She would also engage her customers and fans on social media. So it helps then for, for uh, one, two, when they start their business, brand it around themselves also and not make it something that's separate from them. It does, it does, because I think really it allows you to also have um, creative license in terms of can I change the packaging, can I maybe change a particular formula in an instance. So really for me, really, especially when you brand something according to yourself, it does really help because you're not limited, you're not restricted, and you get to engage, you know, sort of like a one-on-one with your customers as well to say, hey, guys, what do you think of ABC123? Do you like the packaging? What should I improve on? So really engaging with your customers also does help. And I mean, with Rihanna, she really just was like, listen, I'm going to create. Because, I mean, even with um, her cosmetics line, it was sort of like engaging with Africans as well, because I think I remember when she was introducing it into the South African market, the one lady, I think she was a model, she was like, you know, it's so difficult yeah. finding a foundation that works with a darker skin tone because most foundations are very light and even the darkest is not dark enough to cover. So I think with Rihanna, she was really mm. thoughtful. I think her thought process was intentional that, you know what, I'm not going to cater for a particular or a fixed or model customer, but I'm going to cater for each and every single customer where I can. Even with Fenty, I mean, her lingerie line, Savage, I mean, it, when you watch the the, 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 the shows, literally they are a variation of models, mm-hmm. tall, short, uh, thick, slim. She caters for everybody, and for her, I think her... Uh, we have we lost Kosana again? Oh, oh, though you still there? Okay. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, I think it centers more on um, celebrating individuality. Yes, you the know, representation is who very you important. Are. So for me, really, I she's done an amazing job, especially for a thirty-four-year-old 
34 year old billionaire so yeah kudos to riri we, we all celebrate with her at uh, 1.4 billion us dollars she's been uh net worthed and uh, also she's the only woman under 40 to be on the forbes list of female billionaires <laughs> in the us she's just creating history all around previous queens on the list taylor swift beyonce and whitney wolf heard so i'm wondering now if if you know does it mean music is not uh, really making money then if you are an artist, you need to look at other avenues. To be, I'm wondering if there's anybody who's actually made the list just on their music. Because even Beyonce has had other things. Yeah. That she's, she's got sportswear. She's got um, what else does she have again? She's got all other businesses that she's done. Hey, mm, I think with, with 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 I think with music, it really restricts you to like be in line with music unless then you go and do the behind the scenes and you become a a producer or you yeah, run a label company, it. you know? Yeah, those guys coin it. The producers, really, they do. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting then to see that if you are just music, you might not be a billionaire. But if you use what you've gathered in terms of fan base to create a business, then there's there's the coins. Let's talk also, I mean, still in the business of uh, music, uh, Janae Aiko, who's a singer. She's been spotted with a baby bump and she's expecting a baby together with her partner, Big Sean. I think it's more than a baby bump. I saw those pictures. That is a proper pregnant person. <laughs> <laughs> That's a proper pregnancy and there. And she's so petite and she's looking so gorgeous. But yeah, she is pregnant. We are excited. Can't wait to see what the baby will look like. Because mm. I'm sure she will, I'm sure he or she will be looking like the parents. But yeah, she's expecting a little mini me and you know i think with 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 Jeanette and big sean when they started out i mean they started out as friends and they used to collaborate on music and i think it's it's you know most people you they say that you know when before we started dating we were best friends and 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 so i think really with their relationship it's i think the baby is a a a a illustration of like a solidified relationship to say, hey, this is who we are, this is us, we are celebrating life, we are about to introduce a new life. Mm. And yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, I think now's the time where we we need to celebrate. I mean, COVID has turned our lives upside down, so I mean, we need to be cheered up after that two years of yeah. gloominess. I also resonate with stories where it's a love story, but it's not the typical movie Hollywood uh, cloud nine type of story mm. where everything just seems to fall <laughs> in place and we don't know you know how uh, that can resonate but as for some some reason that's the story you get told but I, I this resonates with me these kinds of stories I mean she was previously married and as you say before they got into a relationship with Big Sean they started off as friends at some stage they also split up and then they got back together when there's a reality to a love story I, I can resonate with that uh, me too me too because I mean this whole fairy tale of boy meets girl, girl was a damsel in distress, boy says girl, and they lived happily ever after. It's sort of and like they fell in love from the moment they laid know, eyes on each other. It was like the world stood still. They could only look at each other and yeah. <laughs> you know, so for me, really, it's kind of like, uh, nah. You know, yeah. we need authentic love where she needs to say, oh, I hated him the first time I saw him. Oh, so yeah, yeah, I am. Sure I fell in love. <laughs> but yeah, I am head over heels. With this annoying guy that I still find annoying, <laughs> but hey, I love him. <laughs> I didn't like his shoes and the way he approached me. <laughs> but so here we me, are. Those are the, you know, those are the t- types of 
last words I really love, I really, I think I can resonate with because, I mean, relationships, let's be frank, I am it's crying with with a loudspeaker. So for me, really, <laughs> you know, there's a split up and you come back. We're not sure if we should be doing this. For me, really, that's an authentic love story that I love to engage in and resonate with. Yes, and of course, we know she has been open about her substance abuse issues as well. Janae Aiko, she uh, did come out saying she was using cocaine previously and alcohol and painkillers. So uh, hoping all the best there for the mom-to-be and the dad-to-be, Big Sean, also whose real name is Sean Michael Leonard Anderson. Talking about substance abuse issues, actor Hayden Panettiere has revealed that she has been battling with addiction for years and that she's been trying to get help. What's going on here? Oh, I think with, 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 with Hay- Hayden, and especially um, you find that with child stars, when they start out, you know, they start so innocently and then... Mm the career just takes off and, you know, you're trying to catch up. Because, I mean, really, the entertainment industry is quite a very fast-paced industry and you need to catch up and, you know. So with her, she did reveal that, you know, at the age of two, she was introduced to drugs. And she wasn't aware that, you know, it's a drug. So for her, really, it's been quite a, a struggle. And I think, especially when you've been, especially when you've had a substance abuse addiction or sort of like um, problem. It, it, it's, a, it's a very um, strenuous and exhausting um, journey because you will struggle with sobriety. You know, one minute you fall out of sobriety, you're back on the drugs, you're in and out of rehab. So for her, I think it, it's been quite a, a difficult journey. And I mean, she also struggled. She suffered from postpartum um, po- Post-mo- ah. Postpartum depression. Post, thank you. Oh, she's a mom, hey, yeah. You know, she's a mom. So, I mean, even that on its own triggered her, you know, to get back into that dark space. So, really, for her to say, listen, this is who I am, and to be vulnerable, it's yeah. really commending. You know, it's quite commending to be vulnerable and be naked in front of people and say, guys, I really suffered, I'm human, because... When it comes to celebrities, we hold them at such a higher standard, and then when they don't meet our expectations, we're like, oh my word, not a good role model. Mm. Da, 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 da. You know, we're so quick to point fingers and not realizing that at the end of the day, these people are human. You know, they are like you and I, except for them, they are in the public space and I. Yeah. So for Hayden, really, I think for her to really come out and say, this is the realities of my life. It's really commending because I think she's not the only person who struggles with substance abuse, you know, falling in and out of sobriety, in and out of rehab. So it's quite commending. And, and, and I mean, I wish her all the best with her journey. Absolutely. And we because commend it's, her. You know, it's, it's quite, yeah, it's, it's, it's really a, a rough journey. I mean, even with this particular um, sitcom that I used to watch, it's called Mom. And really, it centers around three generations of 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 of, of, of this particular family where they struggled with substance abuse. Mm-hmm. And what I love about it is that yes, even though it's taking a humorous approach to substance abuse and the struggles of it, it it really um sort of gives you a proper um highlight or it gives you uh, an insight 
of the struggle with, with substance abuse. I mean, really, I think the one character, um, Christy, if I'm not mistaken, you know, she used to, she, was, she would drink, she would use hard drugs, and then she tried to change her life. And, I mean, it's a struggle. So really, sobriety is also a struggle because there are certain things that can literally trigger you back into that dark space. So really, it's, it's, it's one of those things where we need to commend and say, listen, as much as, yes, it's a struggle, but we commend you for being honest and vulnerable with, with, with yourself, you know. So for me, really, I, I commend that because it's not really easy, especially yeah, when you're in the public eye. Speaking about it and being honest about it, and we know that she's undergone trauma therapy over the past year, so doing something about it as well is definitely commendable. And, I mean, we're rooting for her. She, she seems to have been going, uh, having gone through the worst. As you mentioned, it started with a postpartum depression. Then she went into abuse of alcohol and opioid she was addicted to. Um, and she has a daughter. She's got a seven-year-old daughter who she end up, ended up having to give up custody of uh, voluntarily in 2016, who's now with the former fiancé of Hayden Panettiere. That can't be an easy life, what she's going through. So we really are. Really, really rooting for her to mm. be at a better, better space. We are, we are, because I mean, really, it's 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 it's, it's quite tough. I mean, the other day we were talking about um, Tabang Muleya Muleya, and his ten years of sobriety. So yes. really, it's it's not easy, and especially when you are in the public space, it's not easy because you are scrutinized each and every single day. You are scrutinized from head to toe, and I mean that on its own is quite traumatic and stressful and it does push you into a space of anxiety and then you move back into that dark space. So for me, really, it's quite commendable. So kudos to her, kudos to her for being vulnerable and naked with us, you know. So for me, really, I, I wish her all the best and I truly believe that she will conquer this. It's not the end of the day. She absolutely will. End. She's only 32 years old. Her life has not even begun. So she definitely mm-hmm. will conquer it. Janae Aiko did conquer. She's in a loving relationship now, expecting a baby. So definitely Hayden Panettiere. Uh, thoughts are behind her and uh, kudos to, to her. Okay, plans for the weekend. Are you going to be resting? Hey, it's been a, a long week. <laughs> I think we all want to sleep, too, especially yeah, today. I, yeah, that's me. I'm like, I'm getting ready for work. And I'm just like, I really need to go to work. Can I just call in sick? <laughs> no, you can't call in but sick now. The whole nation heard you being up and awake <laughs> and being right? okay on SFM. <laughs> you have to go. <laughs> Unfortunately, I have to go. <laughs> the whole nation heard that this one is okay, 100%. There's no illness, nothing here. Not even a stomach ache. <laughs> we must enjoy it then, Kosana. Always great chatting to you. Well, good. That's a pleasure. And a super calafagialistic, exhilodocious weekend. Woo-hoo. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> I'm truly entertainment and lifestyle commentator. The light of the show on this Friday, hey, isn't he? Okay, so that's our weekly update of entertainment.